Welcome to the Panther Den with Coach Buchek. Panther Nation, summertime, episode eight, special, super special guest, Dan Palmer. Um, I know Tim Nobles will be sitting at the edge of his seat. Um, man, Dan Palmer, welcome to the Panther Den podcast. How you feeling? I'm good. Thank you, Chris. It's really an honor to be here, and I'm overwhelmed that uh, you, you guys are actually coming down to the WDOE studios. We're sitting here in the interview studio, this and is, you are interviewing me. I'm, I'm really flattered. This, thank this you. This is big for us. This and Jake, a, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. This is a professional, and in fact, we're going to demand that Andy put something together like this for us when we get back to school. Well, we're in the WDOE Viewpoint studio. Yes. yes. In fact... Back in 91, Tim Nobles and his championship girls sat in this very studio for a special interview after they won their first state championship. Very cool. Um, usually this, right now, we usually have a recap of the week's contest that uh, Mr. Cuthbert does, uh, but he's only had, he only has one, one thing to recap for our, our Panther Nation who have been listening to the podcast, which would be what, Coach? Uh, we won the Section 6 championship, varsity baseball team. Um, it was it was pretty wonderful. We beat uh, Franklinville um, ooh, 16 to 7, I believe the final score was. We were one run away from the 10-run uh, limit, but that was all right because uh, Donovan Guglielmi got to go out there and close it out for us. And uh, it was a pretty, uh, pretty special season uh, because of those guys. I uh, want to give a shout-out to our seniors that aren't going to be with us next year, Cameron Hayes and, and David Hunt. Uh, it was wonderful to um, to win, you know, for them and, and, and with them, and it was a really great experience. It was too bad we couldn't go on to regional coach like, like we would, uh, but uh, it was a nice way. Not often do you get to win your last game of the year like that, so it, it was pretty great. Great job, fellas. Great job. Um, Mr. Palmer, this is a Pine Valley podcast, so... Maybe a lot of other schools won't listen to it, um, but let our listeners know, especially our younger listeners, your relationship with Pine Valley. Well, the relationship with Pine Valley first began, I believe it was 1982, maybe 83, in football. And the, uh, the football team... Well, it was going to the state champ or to the uh, Rich Stadium, to the Rich Stadium for the sectional championship. And at that particular time, I was not involved with sales. I was just on air and sports. So uh, I wanted to do a, a game from the stadium, yeah. Rich Stadium, as mm-hmm. it was called back then. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I remember we had a gentleman working here at the time, Tom Barisi. And Tom Barisi was uh, an, an educational guru, and he was substituting, I believe, for the principal or the superintendent of Pine Valley at the yeah. time. Mm. And he was working some part-time news with me, and he gave me a list of all the sponsors and businesses in the Pine Valley, South Dayton, and Cherry Creek area. And I said, hey, we could get these sponsors to advertise on the radio and do the game from Rich Stadium. And that's how it all began. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time we did a Pine Valley game, 82, maybe 83, of a game. And I remember Shane Nelson played that game mm-hmm. and then there was also Travis Nelson who played we got a, a lot couple of Nelsons years. we get yeah. those same names over and over yeah, again yeah Pine yeah Valley. but yeah. I, I remember that, that was the first time I I got involved with oh. anything with Pine Valley and I was amazed how many sponsors and businesses and uh, 
supporters there were in the Pine Valley area to support teams. And after that, it just grew. I got to be involved with so many businesses as a salesperson myself. Mm -hmm. So I I got to do a lot more Pine Valley games because of that initial list that Tom gave me. Yeah, so 82, 83, that's when you entered the family. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and that is a great thing about Pine Valley because it does feel like a family up there. And I know um, when I say Dan Palmer to people, they they look at you as one of our own. They, uh, I'm I'm a little disappointed you didn't wear purple to the interview today, but that's all right. We'll we'll get you. We'll I get never you thought next of that. Time. I'm yeah, sorry. No. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, uh, no, but it really is a family environment. Um, I've been there about 13, 14 years now, and uh, and that's one of the reasons I love it so much. Well, I used to wear as much purple as I could <laughs> when Pine Valley teams were playing teams from out of the area. Yeah, right, right. You can't do the, no, the Pine Valley purple when yeah. you're playing Westfield or Brockton sure. or any of those other yeah. teams. That You have to be very fair. Stay neutral. Yes, yes, You've covered some great Pine Valley moments. Uh, we just, you know, you just, where you just started, you just went over that. Uh, tell Panther Nation a, a couple of your most memorable well, without a doubt, the most memorable one was the first state championship that Pine Valley won, and that was in uh, 1991. And it, it just is in my memory like it was yesterday when Pine Valley girls beat St. Johnsville, and that was at the Blue Floor in Queensbury High School in uh, Glens Falls. And I remember that game, and it was so close to the end and I remember Lynn Gear made the big steal toward the end. Tammy Brown made some big foul shots at the end. The ball ended up in Amy Brown's hand, threw it up in the air, and Tim Nobles and the crew were state champions. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do research. That's the first one. Yeah. You know, to me, the first one's the best. The first yeah. one is the you know? best. Yeah, I, I think right. the first one's the best. And you don't have to stop there. there. You don't yeah. have to stop there. There's more. But... I, some some uh, backside back backdoor information that I've got was a few bus rides where a phrase "Where's Dan Palmer" um, came to be pretty frequently used. Uh, if you want to, oh, that, that's a funny story. That, a that, that that's a funny story because, uh, uh, well, we we first rode the bus in 1991. The first bus I rode was the parents' bus, yeah, and that was for the state championship itself. Then the next step was in 91. That was the Federation Championship. That's when I rode the bus with the players and got to know the ball players mm-hmm. personally on the bus. So that's how that began, riding the bus with Pine Valley. And that happened again in 92, 94, 95, mm-hmm. 97, and then there's a little bit of a gap. Yeah. Okay. So that relationship was really cool yeah. from all that time. And Dan Palmer was like on the bus. Yeah. And Tim Nobles, you know, was supporting me quite a bit. Dan Palmer's coming. The girls were all happy about it. So then in 2003, there was that gap. They didn't know yeah. who Dan Palmer was. Yeah. <laughs> so Tim said to the team in 2003, hey, girls, Dan Palmer's going to be riding the bus. Yeah. And the word was, who's Dan Palmer? <laughs> That's so, where's Dan Palmer? Who's and Dan where's Palmer? Dan Palmer? Who's Dan Palmer? And then in 04 and 05, I got to know that team pretty well. Yeah. And at the end of 05, when they won their third straight uh, state championship, yeah. 
Dan Palmer was pretty well known to yeah. that team. <laughs> yeah, it's great to look at those banners and see those names are almost all the same on all three of those banners. So when you say get to know those, you know those players and those teams, it was, I mean, what a crew that coach had. Kerry Johnson was the person really. Yeah. That uh, was uh, we was to kid Kerry a lot, but Kerry Johnson was. So uh, who's Dan Palmer? <laughs> but, uh, and we're good friends now. We talk on Facebook a lot, and I always mention that to her, and she remembers it. Well, I can't forget. Um, tell me, although you already have a, a little bit more about your relationship with Tim Nobles. Um, well, I mean, Tim when he hears Dan Palmer. I, I, I get emotional about the, the team. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And and I think Tim does too. And Tim uh, Tim Tim was – he, he when you when you bring up a topic with Tim and it's something he wants to talk about, he doesn't stop. Um, and and when I say Dan Palmer, he he doesn't he doesn't want to stop talking about you and the memories and and the ins and outs and um, just you being along for the ride. And he even said like at first like it was like man I'm so business like and then I don't know if I want this guy driving the bus. And then he said within moments it's like he's part of our team. He want, I, I need Dan Paul. I need him on the bus. He should be on the bus. Like, let's go, Dan. You're coming with us. And I mean, just to talk to Tim briefly, um, he had nothing, um, uh, but great, great, great memories and things to say about you. Well, I've always tried to be a very, uh, casual person. Um, I, I think Tim had a, a saying that great players are great, but teamwork is what gets it done. And I've always tried to be a team player, you know, and, I don't like to be the star. I like to be in the background. And I, th I think that's a quality that maybe, you know, rubbed off. And, and Pete and then uh, Tim knew that. Uh, yep. But, uh, you know, Tim and I became such good friends. And I, uh, I, can't, uh, I can't describe the, the family atmosphere that the whole community has given me. Right. You know, it's been wonderful. Yeah, and I think Mr. Cuthbert tried to, but even he, he just can't find the words. Like people talk about Pine Valley. Like you could, you have to sit down and talk about it because there's so much that goes along with Pine Valley and the family setting. Yeah, it's a family setting, but Mr. Cuthbert could tell you 20 different stories why, you know, and it's and it's more and it's more and it's more and it's more and it's more. It's just, you know, we say family, but it's a lot more than that. I, I think getting to be in the hotel with the teams and to just get to know the players and the families. And yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, we've had so many inside talks about things outside the basketball, you know, with the basketball team that uh, just funny things that happened. I remember the one time they, uh, the parents bus, actually that first year left without me. <laughs> we were at the hotel and, and the parents bus left because uh, they forgot that Dan Palmer was on the bus. <laughs> and they came back. I was sitting in the lobby waiting for them. And that was a joke that really grew because uh, uh, they, they left without me and then Tim always promised they would never leave without me for the team bus, and they never did. Yep. All right. We do, we're not transitioning you to the hot seat yet, but this is your first hot seat question a little bit. All right. If you could, your favorite Pine Valley player or players, do you have any? You, you can't put me on that hot seat. <laughs> There's so many. That's tough. There, yeah. there, there really is so many. Uh, there's so many great ones. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about Nikki Smith. Mm -hmm. You think about Harmony Williams. Mm -hmm. You think about all those great players, um, but those two come to mind. Yeah, yeah. Yep. those two. Really. Right? You yeah. know, going yeah. back to what you were saying about we were 
about the family too and it's great that those players stick around like Courtney Troutman who was uh, one of the players on those 2003-2004 teams is now our high school principal yeah, yeah. and it's like you know that's great that's that, that's that uh, I think that's a good um, and, and example I, of that family environment and, that I, and I'm, I'm sorry you mentioned Courtney but yeah, she, she no, too is okay. another outstanding one yeah. and I remember going to uh, one of the state championships uh, I was sitting in a practice in the stands watching her shoot free throws and she made like 21 in a row, and, and I'm thinking, my gosh, I can't believe this, you know. Just, just being in the background there and seeing all that inside stuff, besides yeah. just being a broadcaster and doing the game, yeah. that's the stuff that really got me yeah. to be a family member. Yeah. For sure, for sure. All right, we're going to switch a little bit more to personal questions, if that's all right. Um, what was your favorite sport growing up? I think baseball. Baseball? Yeah, played baseball. I was never a real good athlete or anything like that, but I, I love playing baseball in the backyard with my my neighbor friends and everything. But baseball was. It's, it still is. I, I love baseball. Yeah. Me too. It's, it's a game without a clock. Yeah. Yeah. Hot dogs too, man. Yeah. Um, who was your role model growing up? My role model growing up? My parents. Me too. Mom and dad. Yep. Best coach you've ever had? Probably the same answer. Al Stumiller. I always call him coach. Dunkirk High School, great. Yeah. And he was a great basketball coach, great uh, baseball coach, but uh, a better friend, too. Good friend. Yep. This isn't Pine Valley related, just most memorable sports moment. Do you have one? Yeah, there's two. Yeah. Pine Valley 91. Yeah. <laughs> Dunk right. Dunkirk High School 88. Mm-hmm. 88 when they won their first state championship and uh, Pine Valley in 91. Those those two great moments. In fact, when I was celebrating my 25th anniversary here at the radio station, I had to come up with the uh, top moments, and those two were tied, really, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, have you always wanted to own the microphone? It's funny because I was really not a very good athlete, and uh, Van Miller mm. of the Buffalo Bills sure. really was, uh, yeah. was one of the main focuses of my wanting to be a sports broadcaster. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I realized that, you know, you could actually describe a game and be part of the game and, and not be the athlete, really. Yeah. And that's what led me to become a sports broadcaster with Van Miller's interest and influence on me. Um, but then, when I realized he was from Dunkirk, and I was from Dunkirk, yeah. he was born in Dunkirk, so was I, went to Dunkirk High School, so was I, yeah. worked at this radio station, and so do I, uh, you know, that, that tie-in, you know, yeah. really, really, awesome. you know, you we talk about, when you talk about role models, he's another one, too. Yeah. You know. Did you get to meet him? Oh, yeah, met, many times, yeah. many times, and he became a really good friend. You, you know the signs of a good radio um, play-by-play uh, game person? By when you turn the volume off on your TV and watch the game with Van Miller in the background. That's yeah. how we used to do it at our house. Yeah, Absolutely. I did too. I yeah. did too. Even my dad, would, if we wouldn't do that, he would put microphones in his ears because he didn't he, want to listen to the people on the phone. Even yeah. when we would go to the, even at the games when you would go, people would still have their headphones on because they wanted to hear yeah. the Van Miller call. I, I, I really loved listening to Van Miller back in the early 1960s mm. when he would be calling the play-by-play of the preseason games. 
back then. They were not on television, and they'd be in places like Lincoln, Nebraska, or in North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, not at the big stadiums, but on the road. And I would listen to those games, my little transistor radio. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Favorite player growing up, or players? Overall? Yeah. Any sport? Yeah. Mickey Mantle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Easy one? Big Yankee fan. Big Yankee fan. Okay, that makes sense. My phys ed teacher and I would always go back and forth between Mickey Mantle and Joe DiMaggio. So we would always have a give and take there. Yeah. Um, favorite jersey number? Or favorite number? Wow. I like, I like 44. Yeah. I like 44 because I was a big Ernie Davis fan mm-hmm. of Syracuse. Yep. And uh, it, when he won the Heisman Trophy as the first black to win a Heisman Trophy. I, I didn't think that was a big deal because I, 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 I didn't realize race was such a critical thing back then. As a kid, you don't realize that. You don't, you don't see color. Right. You know? See right. player, right? But I loved, I loved him. Yeah. I loved Ernie Davis. Yeah. And that, that's how I became a Browns fan well, because he was drafted by the Browns yep. and then became a Bills fan too. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Um, so many people get in their cars, uh, drive to work, eat breakfast, listening to you. What does that feel like? Do you think of that? I really don't. I, I, I think that I am just uh, sitting in the kitchen or the living room of, of them talking to them, really. Mm-hmm. And it's one-on-one. That's what it's all about, just a one-on-one basis. Yeah. yeah. You've, uh, I, don't want it to, I don't want it to go unnoticed. Um, and this isn't just uh, my, me personally, but a lot of people have said this to me leading up to this interview that um, your recognition of athletes in the area, uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. And your hard work and all that you do to give back to athletes in the area um, is, is it's unbelievable. Um, we have kids on our baseball team um, and other kids in school who we don't necessarily head coach or assistant coach or they're on our teams send us pictures and send us text messages or emails that say Dan made me the player of the week this week and like yeah it's it's wonderful for them and that they walk around on clouds I yeah and it's 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 amazing yeah. um, and, and you say you know I ask what does it feel like and it, it's you in your office talking to a microphone but to to so many kids it's it's this great person is it went out of their way to see what I did and then they're recognizing me over the radio and mm-hmm. on the uh, on social media and and I mean, it's very meaningful to them. Well, to me, I didn't realize how important that was until I think Still Facebook came along. Yeah. Until mm-hmm. Facebook came along. And uh, until Facebook came along, I didn't see any reaction back. Mm-hmm. You, you don't see right, too many right, people right. saying things to you You're like right. that. Mm-hmm. But with Facebook, I could see it. Yeah. And you could see people saying things about how oh, these yeah. kids love it. Oh, they love it. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. I remember I did my first athlete of the day back in 1983. And I believe, uh, I believe it's been over six thousand, close to seven thousand athletes wow. of the day now. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow, wow, wow! All right, outside the booth, what's your favorite thing? I think relaxing because I work a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, 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 I do. I, I get here about quarter to five in the morning. Oh wow! I get my sports ready. I get my show ready. Go, the show goes on the air at six o'clock. I do my show from 6 until 9. 9 o'clock, I go off the air. We usually have a sales meeting because I do some advertising. Still. And then I go back and finish up on, the, uh, on, the, uh, on my, my show, finishing up some of my website duties because I, I do my, my sports on the web too mm-hmm. and some other things on the web that are detailed with the station program-wise. 
And then about uh, 10.30, I'm off to do some sales. Home for lunch about noon, then back to do more sales until about 3 o'clock. So that's about a 10-hour day. And then when you're doing games, it's even more than that. So that's why I've kind of cut back on doing games. Those 18-hour days were tough. But I did those 18-hour days for a long time. Well, thank you for putting us in again. So when I get home, I I like to relax. Yeah, relax. (laughs) I like that too. Um, I mean, uh, this is a question about you. It's not your style, but... What do you want to be remembered for when it's all said and done? Someone who is uh, fair and cared. Mm-hmm. I think we already think of you that way. Yeah, I think everybody yeah, does. Yeah. For sure. I think I think you've reached that. Yep. We started this a couple shows ago, um, and at the end of our show, we like to give shout-outs to um, people at Pine Valley. Um, is there anyone that, that you'd like to reach out and give a shout-out to now? I'd like to uh, give a big shout-out to everybody that wears the purple and white. Yes. <laughs> because there's something special about those colors. There really yeah. is, you know. I, I know you're kidding me about not wearing it. Yeah. I, I just love those colors. They I, are great. I, uh, I have to be fair to all the other schools, and I'm a maroon and white sure. sunburn guy. Sure. But the, the colors of purple and white really mean something special to me. And I think it's because of that family, family thing we talked about with the basketball team. Yeah. That's the first uh, thing that Tim said to me was make sure you remind him about the purple and the white and how much it means to him. Um, and then the first time, one of the what was the second or third time we met was at a Far West Regional basketball game, and you said, "Chris, see the shirt I'm wearing?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, yes, yes sir." And you, and you said, "I'm not wearing this color on accident." Yeah, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, so it's very that, meaningful. I, I just want to make sure that they realize what those colors mean. It means success. It means champions. It means the very best. So congratulations and always remember those colors. Hope you're listening, Pine, Pine Valley Nation. Okay, so now Coach Cuthbert is going to transition you to the hot seat. Yeah, so this was actually a pretty big project. We were lucky enough to get to do our, our podcast at a professional studio today. Um, but Andy, Andy thought we could just say anything was the hot seat. He tried to get out of it a little bit, but uh, this took some t- some doing. But Andy completely dismantled the hot seat. He brought it in piece by piece into this studio and, and rebuilt it. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's beautiful. Uh, great job, Andy. Yeah, I, I told you you'd appreciate it if I forced you to do it. And, Mr. Palmer, we're going to ask you to change seats now and, and say what we call the hot seat over here now. Okay, yeah. all right, I'm in right. it. Make yourself comfortable. Right. There's air conditioning here, yeah. so it helps out. <laughs> um, it, the hot seat is, is just kind of goofy questions, and, and what the idea is that you should answer the question with the first thing that comes to your mind. Not super hard, just kind of funny, goofy questions. Um, the first hot seat question, um, if you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? To heal all illnesses. That's the best answer. Yeah, no one's ever given an answer like that. Yeah. That's great. All right, this one, uh, a little bit of a hot seat. Um, you need to score six points to win a game. Who's your quarterback, Jim Kelly or Josh Allen? That is a tough one. Yeah, I know. That is a, that is a tough one. Oh, right now, it's got to be Josh Allen. All right, all right. But back right. then, it yeah. might have been Jim Kelly. I actually, when I wrote that question, I thought, I hope he doesn't ask me to answer it because, I mean, Jim Kelly was one of my heroes, so I, I wouldn't know how to answer it. You get to take three people out to dinner. It's already paid for. Um, who are those three people? Jake, Andy, 
and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we know what we're doing Thank after you. the show. Thank you, sir. Fair enough. Um, your favorite app on your phone? Oh, Facebook right now. Actually, I, I just love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do on Facebook what I think is the best way of using Facebook, making others feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The connection, right? Yeah. The way it's supposed to be used. Yep. Your favorite book? The Bible. Good. Great. Great answer. This is the trickiest question that I've I've given people, so I want to throw it at you. Okay? Stranded on a tropical island, you can only take two things with you. What two things are you bringing? Two things. Okay. Life raft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, Tim Nobles. All right. <laughs> yes. Perfect answer. Great answer. Yeah. All right. That's the six questions we usually have on the hot seat. So yeah. Mr. Cuthbert usually takes the person off. Yeah. They... Yeah. Great job, Mr. Palmer. You're now officially off the hot seat. It feels better. Yeah. It feels better. Yeah. Andy, you could start taking this apart now. Um, and then at, at the, after the hot seat, we usually report the Panthers of the week from each team, but. Um, there, there aren't any except for the 2021 Pine Valley baseball team, um, players one through 16, um, who got to bring home a championship at the end of the season. So those are our Panthers of the week. Um, and then we get to do our shout outs, Dan. Um, our first shout out, my first shout out goes to Cameron Hayes. Um, episode six, he made a, a, a real controversial statement. And I want you to know, Cameron, that I actually had the cheesecake, and I do support your answer. Um, so, nice answer on that. Uh, Ryan Riley, Lyle Millman, thank you. Just thank you for helping. Um, Terry Snyder and his crew for the generosity to the baseball team. Um, Deb Youngberg, um, I thanked you a couple episodes ago. Thank you again, and you know exactly why. And then... Two more shout-outs to the athletes, both male and female, who have been constantly in the weight room since the summer began. Um, you're making yourself better, and I think you're working on carrying on the legacy that Dan just spoke about. And then to Andy Wheelock, uh, just for being a really amazing person. Thank you. So episode eight, that is officially um, closed out. Um, usually we like to say, to the Panther Nation, only a Panther can beat a Panther. Uh, but Dan, if you want to close it out for us officially, you can. I'd just like to thank you guys, Jake and Andy and, and Chris. Uh, you know, I, I admire you, Chris, as a coach. Uh, and, and Jake, I've just met you. you know, but uh, what a wonderful program you guys are running. Um, Pine Valley, lucky to have some great young coaches and some great young talent. Uh, keep fighting, keep out there winning and doing the best you can, all the Panther boys and girls. Um, and wear that purple and white. Thank yes. you, sir. It was really a, a pleasure to get to talk to you today. Yeah. Same Thank to you. Thank you. Thank you, Dan, for having us. Panthers, go out and be great. Yeah.